All right, most of the time, life feels like a race, right? We feel pushed to success, achieving our goals, and reaching the destination as soon as possible. But what if I told you that the magic lies not in the destination, but in the journey itself? That many times it's the detours, the unexpected paths, and the scenic routes that really give our lives meaning. And this podcast will challenge the idea that success is a straight line. We will embrace the twists and turns that shape our lives. And together, we will discover the courage that it takes to follow our hearts, dare to dream, and learn how to define our own success. I'm Lexi McGee, and this is The Scenic Route. All right, this podcast is my very first episode, and I'm so excited. Uh, It's been a long time coming. I've been talking and dreaming about doing this for (laughs) literally years, so I'm super excited, and I thought I would just take this first episode just to talk a little bit about my story and um, where I came from, where I'm going, and um, hopefully what you can get out of listening to this podcast. So I call this podcast Scenic Root because I have been on a scenic route. <laughs> I have tried so many other routes and I have, um, I found that in life it is so much more beneficial for me to just stop, enjoy the scenery around me, take a look around, smell the roses take the scenic route because life is a freaking journey. We have so much that we will go through on the way. We may as well enjoy a beautiful view along the way and live our best life, right? So that's why this is called the scenic route. We are going to be learning about in this podcast, I really want to talk a lot about um, just life and how we get through it how we deal with it, how we live our dreams and pursue the things that make us happy, understanding ourselves, understanding who we are, what we are created for, our purpose, how we find that purpose, how we deal with burnout, how we deal with the stresses of life that come upon us and red flags, signs, symptoms that we can look for. We're just going to cover it all, and I'm also going to be interviewing lots of amazing people who have been through life and have stories to tell. So I'm super excited for what's to come, but a little bit about me and my story. My husband and I live in Maui, Hawaii. We moved here about uh, next month will be our five-year Maui-versary, <laughs> and um, let's see, me personally, I am an Enneagram 2 wing 3. If you don't know what Enneagram is, Google it right now and then come back. Um, we will definitely be touching on Enneagram a lot throughout this podcast as well because I for me personally, it has been one of the key contributors to me learning and understanding who I am, what makes me tick, what my strengths are, what my weaknesses are, what, how I can be the best version of myself, and also what to watch out for that makes me lean into the worst version of myself. And Enneagram has been a huge part of that. So I'm an Enneagram 2 wing 3. Um, that The name of that is helper. 
which is kind of funny because my name, Alexis, means helper of mankind. So I think my parents like literally knew what they were doing, maybe not when they named me, but it fits me perfectly. I am a helper. I love to help people. I love to um, help people walk through life. I love to help them learn about themselves and grow and be the best version of themselves that they can be. And I sometimes my weakness can be that I tend to go a little too far in that. I'm a people pleaser. I'm a workaholic. Um, that comes from my wing three. I, I am an overachiever big time. I hold myself to a very high unachievable standard. And so I have learned, I've had to learn and it's a continuous learning. There is no end in sight. It's a continuous learning. Um, and growing of how to understand me and my personality. But anyway, so I'm an Enneagram 2, Wing 3. I, um, we have a, I've been married to my husband for 14 years and, um, he's a retired firefighter and we have a, no kids, but we've got a seven year old Roddy who is my biggest baby child. I just love him so much. He's sitting right here next to me. Hopefully you can't hear him snoring, <laughs> but, um, that, that is our life. So we, how did we end up in Maui? That's a big question. We always get asked and, um, I still cannot believe it. Looking back five years ago, we made the move and it's been the best decision, the scariest decision Sometimes I'm like, how did we even do that? But we did and we're here and we absolutely love it. Um, I, if I had to do it all over again, I don't even know how I would do it because it was just like, had to be the right time, the right moment. All of the things came together the right way for us. And we moved here from Oklahoma. My husband was a, uh, firefighter for the city of Tulsa for about 11 years, almost 12. And he injured his back, had to have a major back surgery, um, a fusion in his lower back, tried to go back to work, ended up re-injuring things. Luckily didn't have to have surgery again, but um, his surgeon was like, nope, you're done. You're not going back. Why don't you go find a desk job where his literal words, why don't you go find a desk job and move somewhere warm because the arthritis in your back, you're going to hate the cold winters here. And simultaneously, while all of that was going on, if that wasn't enough of a chronic stress in both of our lives, um, dealing with that, simultaneously, I was running a multi-million dollar business with my best friend, and we had a salon and day spa in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And it's, thank God, it's still a thriving, beautiful business. She has taken that over. But I, we had 40 employees. We were, everything from the outside looking in was amazing. We had, um, you know, like we, we were just very successful. Things were going great. We were building, we were growing very quickly. And, um, 
you know, I loved working with the employees. I loved leaning into my skills of helping them grow, helping them build their businesses. But then there were also parts of owning a business and um, having that stress in my life that was chronic and it, I couldn't get rid of it. And at the time, I didn't have the skills to understand how to work through all of that. And I look back now and I think, gosh, maybe if I knew, right, the saying, if I knew then what I know now, I think I could do it. But I just did not have the proper skills at that time to be able to deal with that chronic stress of owning a large, thriving business. And I really let that get to me. And I got to the point where I was so burnt out. I was physically dealing with signs and symptoms of burnout. I was dealing with anxiety, depression, um, headaches, just physically um, unhealthy and mentally unhealthy. And just in all of the ways, I felt like I was two seconds away at any given moment from literally just imploding from the inside out. I remember I was so stressed out. I was so burnt out that I would literally like pray to just get the flu. Like I was just like, I just want to get the flu. So I have to stay in bed for like a week and just do nothing. I would have, how sad is that? I would have rather, if you've ever had the flu or like when I had COVID and I mean, I was so sick. I wanted to die. I just was so miserable. And that's how I was with my burnout. In that moment, I was so burnt out and so stressed out that I would rather have dealt with being extremely sick um, so that I could have a break from work. And that is so unhealthy. (laughs) So when my husband's surgeon told him, it's time for you to retire, you might consider moving somewhere warm. We both were like, uh, maybe it's time. Like we don't have kids. If his job isn't holding him here, maybe I can sell my part of the business and we can just go somewhere else and start over and learn how to live again for both of us and just like have a slower pace of life. And so long story short, we thought about multiple places but Maui had always been a dream of ours. We'd been there many times on vacation. We'd always loved it. We had some friends that had moved there and we just couldn't get it out of our minds once we started thinking about it. So we took a trip out there. We loved it. We just could not think of anywhere else we would rather be. And uh, yeah, sounds like a wonderful place to move. But let me tell you, it was a sacrifice and it was hard. I mean, we had to sell our house. We had to sell the business for not as much money as I would have liked to get out of it, but I just needed to get out. I was done. And so we sold literally everything. We packed what we could fit in an eight by eight container. Can you imagine like choosing the things from your home that 
you only can take what you can fit in an eight by eight container, eight foot by eight foot. That's not very big. (laughs) And let me tell you, every nook and cranny of that thing was packed. So, um, we did, we said goodbye to all our friends. We said goodbye to our family. So many people thought we were insane and we were making the worst decision of our lives. We were going to be financially ruined. We we wouldn't be able to afford to stay in Maui, um, which, you know, it is very expensive and it has been hard, but we're here, we're making it and we love it. But we had so many people that were not cheering us on. We also had so many people that were cheering us on and we're like, oh my gosh, go for it. This is great. You're going to love it. This is going to be good for you guys. It'll be good for your marriage. It'll be good for your lives. Go prosper, live your best lives, live your dream, do what you want to do. And so that's what we did. And we, um, we moved here. We, I, you know, thought, okay, my plan was I'm going to take a few weeks off of work. I'm going to, I think I ended up taking five weeks off before I, um, found another job, but I knew that I would have to find something because, you know, living in Maui is expensive and you do have to have a job. You're just not on vacation every day. So I did find a job and, I, coming from the salon and spa world, I knew like that's where my experience was. I thought, well, I'll just get into another salon and spa, but I don't want to be a manager. I don't need that stress in my life. I just need to like be able to go to work, do my job and go home. Well, I quickly moved up the career path. And, you know, moved into a supervisor position um, in this beautiful resort in Wailea, Maui, and moved into a supervisor position. And then, you know, just that's just my personality. I had experience in leadership and um, I had owned my own business for 10 plus years. And I, those are my skills. I, I love helping people and I love helping people grow. So naturally, I just fit into moving into leadership roles. And I moved up to supervisor. I moved up to a a management position. And guess what happened? I very quickly went back into my old habits that I had not addressed. Um, I thought, you know, just leaving my job, leaving the things that were causing me stress would be enough and moving to a beautiful place where I could slow down and, you know, live my life, be outdoors more, enjoy the beautiful things around me. I thought that would be enough. It was not. I didn't address the issues that caused me to get to burnout in the first place. So I quickly ended up there again. And this time it was almost even worse. I mean, I was having those same signs and symptoms, depression, anxiety, um, just feeling like I had no purpose, feeling like I didn't know what I was doing, questioning everything. I started getting really negative about the things in my life. Even though I had everything I wanted, um, I just couldn't be happy. I was not sleeping. I wasn't eating well. I was just back in that same hamster wheel of just insane 
you know, workaholic, pushing myself, adding on to too many things. And then COVID happened, right? I think we can all say that like something in our lives was happening and then COVID. (laughs) So COVID happened. Um, everything on our island shut down and I was unemployed for nine months. And let me tell you, looking back again, if I knew what I know now, what I knew then, however that goes, um, I think I could have enjoyed it a lot more, but I was like, even though I was in burnout, I still was, that doesn't mean that I'm going to stop being a workaholic. I'm going to stop, you know, filling my life with all of these activities, all of these things, because I don't know how to slow down. Um, when everything closed down, that was like my literal worst nightmare. Because all of a sudden, I didn't have all of these things, my job, my friends, my activities, my things that like fueled me and kept me going and filled my time and filled my space that made me feel productive, even though those were the same things that were leading me to burnout. I didn't have those things anymore. And I felt, I just I didn't know what to do with myself. I was going crazy. My poor husband, who is a major introvert, was like, what are, what are you doing? I was like talking to the dog. I was talking to the walls. I was just so bored. And so like, I I was like, had all this pent up energy that I didn't know what to do with because I wasn't able to do the things and go in that cycle and that hamster wheel that I was so used to. And I eventually had to get to the point where I was like, um, okay, this is not going to change. This is not going to get any better. I, hey, it's me. I'm the problem. I'm the problem. It's me. And I started, I had the time, you know, I had all the time in the world being unemployed for a little while. And I started digging deep. I started researching Enneagram and learning about myself and learning about what I was good at, what what my red flags were, what my superpowers are, what things I need to watch out for, um, what things I bring to the table, what things I maybe take away from the table. And understanding who I am, what my purpose is, what what in the world am I here for? And it was, it's still a constant, I mean, you never get to the end of learning about yourself. So it's still a continuous thing that I'm growing in. But I, I learned over that time, how important understanding myself is, and how important it is for me to be doing something with my life that I love that I feel like I could be making a difference in. And most importantly, that uses my skills, uses my superpowers for good. And doesn't, when I'm using those superpowers, I don't get drained. It's when I'm, when I'm having to pull from the things that I'm not good at and I have to do that over and over, that drains me so much faster. 
And so I started learning about myself and and understanding these things. And I slowly but surely, one step at a time, pulled myself out of burnout. And yeah, you could say, oh, well, sure, that's easy to do. Um, you were unemployed at the time. And yeah, I was. So that gave me the time to devote to this. But also, it was not easy. If you have ever worked on yourself, worked on self-development, that is not easy. It takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of time and energy, talking yourself through it, working through some shit, okay? (laughs) So um, I dealt with a lot um, of my past you know, things that I needed to deal with that I had not dealt with first time around before we moved to Maui, um, the first time I was in burnout. So I feel like over this time, um, I've learned so much about myself. I've learned so much about burnout, the signs and the symptoms. I actually have a course that I'm getting ready to release as well on burnout. I'm so excited about it. And um, I'm really excited to help others who have been or are in that same situation of getting themselves out of burnout, living and thriving in their lives, but also preventing it in the future, which is so important. Um, so since then, I actually, I did when things opened back up, I went back to my job and quickly realized you know, they gave me the call back and I went back and quickly realized, you know what, this is just, this is not for me. This is not utilizing. It's, it wasn't the environment. It, the, like, it was a great place to work. I loved the people that I worked, but it was that career path and that style was not a career that utilized my skills to the best of the abilities. And I started searching and looking for things. Okay, what am I already skilled at? What can I actually do um, that would be in my skill set? So I actually started a business and I think going and getting ready to go into two years now, um, uh, an elopement business here in Maui. Eloping is huge, and especially after COVID, it's huge. Couples that just don't want to spend their money on a big wedding or they just want the intimacy of an elopement, I help plan. I'm an efficient, so I officiate the ceremonies. And I also get to use my creative skills, hair and makeup that um, I had been doing before. And I get to use all of that, but on my own terms. And I get to be a part of these couples' lives that um, you know, I get to be a part of love and I, I love love. That makes me so happy. And I get to be a part of the biggest days of their lives. The, the day where they're just so overwhelmingly happy and excited. And I get to be a part of that. And it's kind of like a drug for me. Like it's really special and it's really fun. And I get to help them plan their big day. I get to help the brides feel glamorous and beautiful and then officiate this ceremony for them. And it's just, it's all encompassing. And it's, I found something that is like, it feels like my purpose. And it's something that I can contribute to the world to make it a better place. And that I get to use my skills and my superpowers to help other people. And then uh, simultaneously, I've been working on creating a 
space or a community online of people that can come together and better themselves. And especially with burnout and understanding themselves through the Enneagram, growing their who they are and growing in their understanding of who they are and where they're going and where they can go. Um, so that's me in a nutshell. Obviously there's so much more, but, um, I'm super excited to get going on with this journey in this podcast. I'm excited to be sharing more with you. I'm excited to bring on some guests and it's going to be a fun journey. So aloha. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining in. And I would love it if you would leave me a review. Also, if you want more information on my courses, my personalized coaching, I'd love to chat with you. Check out my website, www.lexymcgee.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Lexi McGee. I'm so excited to meet you and I can't wait to get to know you more.